Welcome everyone. Today I have the pleasure of introducing you to Diane River. She is a painter based out of Lincoln, Nebraska. And I first met Diane actually through Instagram of all places. I stumbled on her page and was just blown away by the beauty in which she paints. It's her paintings are just graceful, reverential, and just elicit just a lot of peace and joy as I was just looking through her pictures. And I also noticed that several of my friends also follow her. And so I was like, oh, perfect. So like any good investigator reporter, I got on her website and I wanted to know more about her. And just the more I read about her story, I was just absolutely drawn to her and reached out and asked if I could interview her for this podcast for many reasons. One, because I just admire her work, but also because I, I think a lot of people don't pursue what they're what they're gifted in. And it's very rare to meet people who actually do that. And so, Diane, you are pursuing your passion, especially in art, and it's just it, there's a lot of fruit there. So I just want to just have everyone just hear her story. And for all those potential or budding artists out there, there is there is hope there. And yeah, so basically follow your passion, listen to this podcast, you're going to love it. <laughs> awesome. So, <laughs> so Diane, just would love for you to just share a little bit more about yourself. And, and when did you first begin painting? I began painting uh, actually for my kids. I did like children's paintings for their rooms. So that probably started about maybe like 18 years ago or something. And it was just more something, they need something on the walls. Oh, I'll just try a few things. And that's how it started. Then I started painting for other people's kids, you know, their rooms. And then I started selling them in shops and local shops here in Lincoln. And that was fun. Um, but the uh, grown up painting started later. So, but the kids' paintings is what kind of jump-started it for me. So, oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. So then in the process, as you mentioned, like your grown-up paintings came later, like what was the first thing that you painted where you were like, ooh, this was what I was made to do? I would say the painting called Even Here, Lord, was one of my first paintings that uh, came from my heart, if you will. Like it was like within versus just, oh, I think I'll try this. You know, this was something that I was trying to share and experience on canvas. And the story with God and I became like, boom, it was there. And it read back to me the way I wanted it to. Uh, that was that was the first one where I was like, okay, I think there's something here. But I was still nervous to share it. So I remember having like several paintings in my art studio upstairs. And a friend of mine walked in, her name's Molly. And she came in, she's like, why are these here? <laughs> why are they like in your house? I'm like... Um, because I'm a little shy about it. And she's like, no, these need to be, these need to be shared. And so that kind of got me realizing that there's something more here. So, yeah. yeah. So do you have a particular medium that you love to use? I prefer, well, water-based oil is kind of my favorite go-to, but I've been playing around with watercolor, which is really a totally different feel to it, but it's really fun. But I still kind of tend to go to water-based oil for my big canvas painting projects. So, yeah. Okay. It's a nice, kind of has a translucent feel to it. And it gives you a nice, a longer dry time. So you can play around with it more than acrylic. So I kind of favored that. So then with that, did you, did you take any formal painting classes or how did you learn? 
I didn't. I um I did take a class on the water-based oil just because I was not sure how to use it. But as far as like a structured art class, I took a couple in high school. Uh, and then it was just trying things and being interested in it and just learning as I went. And then, and like I said, and then that one painting happened and I'm like, oh, there's a lot more here. It's almost like you unload your backpack. You don't know what's in there until life happens. You're like, oh, this is in there. This is really cool. So, yeah. Wow. That is really, really neat. So how did those in your family react to to your, I guess, did you decide at that point after that painting, like, okay, this is what I want to do or? Yeah. Like before that, a little bit before that, my husband had me work on a piece that was just a basic piece. And he, he was enthralled with it. And he's like, Hey, go buy yourself an easel, please. <laughs> so you can get going on this. I'm like, Oh, okay. So he was very supportive. And then my kids have been great. They're they would trickle in the studio and like, give me pointers, you know, like I kind of like this cloud or this, you know, just fun. And also just would watch and, and we talk and I appreciate their opinions very much. Um, they're usually, whenever I'm doing something, I'm always like, Hey, Gregory, come here. And what do you think of this? So it's fun to have them involved. Yeah. So then what inspires you? And is it, just the landscape of where you live or just how can you just describe your process and yeah. And how you, how you paint. <laughs> well, it's funny because like the process of selecting what to paint, like that even here, Lord painting, which was the first one that actually stemmed from a, a tragedy. Um, and that's why I started to paint. Um, my niece uh, died in a car accident, actually 16 years or 15 years ago today. So oh, I'm sorry. That's where it started. Thank you. I um it's been a it's been difficult, especially for her family, um, working through that and everything. But right after she died, very close with my sister trying to help her through it. And then about a year after, um, she I'm sorry, I struggled a lot with uh faith, believing in God. Is there a God? Like what the heck happened here? You know, we didn't see this coming and it was a lot kind of like a downward spiral that happened. And during that time, I reached out to a friend um, that I actually went to high school with and his, his father really at super great friend of mine. And he offered to be my guide during that time. It was mm -hmm. so sweet and so helpful. But one of the things he had me do was, you know, it's like, Hey, Diane, go for a walk and pick out 10 things that speak to your heart and then thank God for them. And I'm like, okay, I think I can do part of that. But thanking God, I don't even know if I believe in God right now. You know, I was really at that place. And so I did a lot of walking and a lot of um, seeing things and noticing things. Um, but the first time I really spoke to God was the words that just came out were, how dare you? I was, I didn't realize how much anger I had towards what had happened. And then the walks became better. And I started talking more to God and thanking him and seeing things differently. Um, and hearing him speak to my heart in ways nobody could. So the healing started. And then I remember one night in particular, I was going to go for my walk again, like I was supposed to, you know, following the directions and it was too cold. I'm like, okay, it's Nebraska. It's middle of winter. <laughs> I will be lucky if I can find one thing. <laughs> so I started painting and that's how that painting came. Um, and I still go for those walks. And I always find 10 things. And sometimes those translate into paintings and um, writings. And 
that's really the process of the images. So. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. That is, that is really beautiful. I'm, I'm happy that that gift was in me to be able to process and then also to be able to speak with him in that intimate way. Cause when I paint, it's definitely a two way, like I'm, I'm working through things. He's speaking to my heart. When I get done with the painting, I'll look at it and see if it speaks what he was saying. And I was saying, you know, the conversation. And then I know that's okay. I can sign off on it. You know, it's, it's, it's good. <laughs> so that's how it works for me. Wow. I, I've never had any, I've never heard anyone describe their painting as a conversation with God. And so can you share a little bit more about that? Like that, that, that's fascinating to me. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's difficult with words, right? So the painting does help even the colors or the tone can help work through situations. I have another story that kind of depicts that better. If you want to hear that. Yes, please. Um, so we, we take in babies, uh, newborn care is what we provide for Nebraska Children's Home. So at this particular moment, I was taking care of a little baby, little boy. It was so sweet. And I get a text from a friend that I kind of know, but she's not a very close friend. We just kind of know each other. And she asked me to, um, she says, would you consider uh, doing a painting for a lady who's suffered several miscarriages? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, I can pray about that. Um, I'm taking care of a baby myself right now, but I'll get back to you. And she's like, yeah, definitely just take your time, pray about it and get back. I'm like, okay, I will do that. And that's exactly what I did. I kind of started saying, I don't, I didn't know who she was referring to. And to do a painting for somebody in that situation is very hard. Um, so I gave it to God, basically. I said, okay, I, I don't even know what to paint, where to begin. And the, the lady that asked me to do it didn't give me any clues either. She's like, I'm not creative. I want it to be some kind of a memorial, but I don't know what that looks like. I'm like, okay. So I left it to God. I'm like, you're going to have to take this one for me. I don't know what, what this is going to be. So then our baby that we were taking care of was placed in a home. It's doing great. And uh, I get back to the painting idea. And there's a website I go to called Unsplash. And it's oh, yeah. a free site you can download anything whatever I go there sometimes to get color ideas or oh I want to do a chair what does it look like in this angle you know but, but this time I went there just trying to get ideas for this mom who had lost several babies and um and my eyes lock onto this painting of a swing and I don't know why but it's an empty swing and tree and it's a beautiful landscape but I'm just like right away it's like this is the one to do this is it and I remember sharing it with my son. He knew why I was painting. And he's like, oh, mom, that might be kind of harsh. That's like an empty swing. I don't know. And that made me nervous. Like, well, maybe I'm off here. But it, it still was very strong to do this painting. So I, I sent it to this lady who asked me to do this. And she said, Diane, I trust you. You've been praying about this. I trust you. Just go for it. I'm like, okay, I will. So I started painting it. And working on this piece and I always put the recipient's name on my easel so I can also pray for them and um, talk to God about them and like about midway through the painting I noticed like in the picture there's like ruts under the swing I'm like oh that's kind of messy you know I have artistic liability I will or you know I can I can pretty that up and put some grass there yeah. And I remember thinking, and I remember realizing, though, that, oh, those are actually ruts from somebody's feet. Somebody's been swinging 
that path. It's a well-worn path. And the painting shifted for me. Like it was no longer about the babies, but it was about the mom and about God wanting her there in that moment to heal her. And I got teary. I, I cried a lot during that process uh, just because I kind of got a, a feel for her heart, if that makes sense. So um, I finished painting and I gave it to the, the lady that asked me to do it. And then the next time at a Zoom meeting, like you and I are, <laughs> and I get this message on my phone that lights up and says, um, I said, I gave her the painting and she doubled over crying. I'm like, oh no, I, I didn't know how to take that. So I went to the other room, listened to the full message and then talked with her. But evidently she brought the painting over to this lady's house. And when she turned it around and saw the swing, um, it made her just start crying because she brought her inside and she said, I don't, how did she know to paint this? How did she know? And my friend's like, how did she know what? And she goes, this is my place of solace. This is where I find God. Look at this picture. This is, this is a picture of the swing in my mom and dad's yard. Like this is, this is where I go. Wow. And my prayer, her prayer had been, do you even see me? God, do you even care? And so her prayer was answered. Um, the person that asked me to paint this for her, she had asked God, who do I ask to do this? And my name was placed on her heart. And then I asked God, what do I paint in the swing painting? You know, it was just all so perfect. And everyone, and we met later because we couldn't help it. <laughs> it's like, we yeah. knew each other very well. But we're like, how did this happen? And it was, it was just beautiful to see the process, to see the answers, to see how he heals people. And not only that, to see how much he cares so personally. So that's probably my favorite painting as far as like the meaningfulness of it and what it, what it echoes, you know, God's love and God's healing. Absolutely. Wow. That is an incredible story. I oh. love hearing that. Thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah, no, like, and just that point that God does see each and every one of us. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we forget and we just are, we can get so wrapped up in our pain, which the pain is valid and the pain is, is real. But then it's like, we forget to look up and around to see that he's right there with his arms around us, you know? So Yes, I think that's why my friend, when I was going through my difficulties, looking around, just taking your eyes and looking around and seeing even 10 things that just stir your heart. That practice has really helped me. And I see that just by being in the present moment with him, that's where he can heal you, you know, and, and be with you. So, Yeah. And even that practice of 10 things. So as you were sharing that initially, one practice that my husband and I do a couple times a week or maybe every other week is if one of us is having a bad day, <laughs> that's really in bed. It's like, okay, tell me 10 things that you're grateful for today. And it's yeah. like the first couple, you're like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, that's the sunshine. Fact that we're married. <laughs> but by the time you get to the ninth and then you're like, wow, okay, actually, this was a really good day. And you know what? <laughs> like, I was just focused on that small thing. And yeah. So yeah, gratitude is, is really powerful. We hear that a lot and I forget it a lot, but I'll, I'll do the same, not in the same way you do, but the same idea of thinking and, and recognizing. And yeah, the one horrible thing that happened, 
it like it blocks out everything if you're not careful and you miss those little moments that just touch you yeah or he so actually if you don't mind this is i don't know i've never really done this with somebody over zoom but can you tell me maybe not 10 things but how about three things that you're grateful for today mm. um, and i'll think too <laughs> well i mentioned yes i have like a little zoo in the backyard there's all these birds and bunnies like hanging out and i keep looking over there because they're so i'm grateful for just the beauty of nature i am such a fan of and god shows himself very well through it so that would be my number one is just watching the birds today you know and then my parents great very grateful for them um talked to them this morning and and just that recently saw them and that time with them grateful for them and i have to say with it being the uh the anniversary of my niece's death you know today it's like i'm just grateful for her life and what she taught me so those are kind of big things yeah no those are good things um i would say for this conversation i've been really looking forward to doing this interview with you and when i first met you well through a phone call i was just like wow i feel like i've known her for like most of my life (laughs) and so it's just it's been a pleasure so far speaking with you again um also my husband he's just very loving and very patient and yeah and also I took a nap (laughs) right before this call and I'm just yeah grateful that for naps (laughs) and how it just does wonders to just rejuvenate me so it's funny how we need that right like it's just so important it's so basic but yeah just resting and and giving yourself that time yes Mm -hmm. So let's continue on and just talk a little bit more about your paintings. And one of the paintings that I saw on your website that I really liked was There You Are. Can you tell me a little bit about your process for painting that one? Yeah, that one, um, that was, I was heading to uh, mass. It was a early, like 6.30 crazy hour morning, you know, mass time. But I was driving there and in my head, I was like, okay, I need to go to the grocery store. I need to do this and I need to do that. And I was thinking about all these things I needed to do and caught up in like that. And I realized I'm heading to church. (laughs) I haven't even said good morning to God. Like he hasn't even been on my mind. I'm just like an autopilot. That's crazy. And so I just, I did, I just looked inside, you know, I kind of turned toward him and just said good morning. And I hear this, uh, just a soft voice of, oh, there you are. It's like, oh, you know, like he was just happy and appreciative that I looked his way and then just happy to be a part of my life that day, you know, just to be involved and be in it and that I'd asked him. And so I, and the sky was beautiful that morning and the lighting was beautiful. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to take that image and bring it into the canvas. And then that light that kind of goes through it to the simple landscape is kind of signifies simple little me, you know, and this big grand God who like cares enough to look my way and is happy that I've said good morning. (laughs) It's just kind of amazing, you know, how much he cares, but yeah, that's, that was what that that was about. And it was a beautiful one to work on. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, I really did. I was like, oh, I got to get the postcard, the little (laughs) note card that you saw. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so you've already shared with me some of your favorites. Um, are there is there anyone that you're working on right now that you're that you're really excited about? 
Um, actually, I'm working on a painting. It's kind of in a series. So I did a little one. It was a, a landscape with a farmhouse, which is actually my mom's when she was little. Like they lived there for a little while. Because as I listened to my mom and a lot of people in general, they always have that one place that they just have fond connections and memories to. And she talks a lot about the farm. And I just thought about what is my place where I feel at home with? And then you like look past those layers of kind of like in a painting, like there's so many layers, right? But you look past the, why do I feel at home there? And it's usually, well, joy and happiness. And you look past that and it's like, well, love. And then to me, the next step would be God, you know, like that drawing in. And so this whole series, this next one will be a larger scale of what I did. But um, the idea of home and just that kind of nostalgia and that almost like inner cadence or drumbeat inside of us that draws us home is the idea. So it's, oh. it's a comforting one to paint. It's always fun to see what's going to be placed on my heart. And right now that's for whatever reason, that's kind of on my heart. Yeah. So can you, I haven't seen it, but can you describe what it looks like? I mean, the, so you have the farmhouse and then with the other ones, like, I guess, what does home mean to you? And how has that come through so far in the painting? So far, it's very basic. Oh, okay. <laughs> Brad brushstrokes of grays and blues and then um, some, I don't know if I'll do a golden field. I haven't decided yet. But yeah, so far it's just the feeling of it, just the first layer. And then yeah, we'll see what happens. But I plan on putting putting the the uh, farm home in it and um or the barn, I should say really. And then the lighting will be pivotal because it always is for me. It's gotta it's gotta have that light. So I'm excited. It's been it's been a fun one to kind of get back into and get going on and, and work through, talk to God about and see where it goes. Yeah. So then would you describe yourself as like a very like disciplined painter? Like you paint at this time to this time, or is it just like as the mood strikes you and as the day goes? Kind of the second. Yes. Okay. Okay. Kind of work it in. Um, I have other obligations too, but when I can, I love being in my studio. Uh, and I'm, I would say I'm up there several times a week, but it's not always a daily thing. I know I'm impressed by some artists that are like, I'm from one to five, I'm in there, you know, working. And for me, it's, I go in there when it grabs me and it's a few times a week at least. And, and time, like the summers, I kind of tend to take off because all my kids are home. Okay. And so this is there. I'll do little watercolors and different projects, but the bigger campuses come out when school's back in session and <laughs> yeah. I have time or there's not a baby in the home, you know, things like that going on. So, yeah. Okay. Well, that's good to know. I, I partly I ask is, <clears throat> excuse me, I've been wanting to get into writing more and I've been trying to like force myself to do it at a certain time, a certain time. And that has not been working. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I don't have to be that rigid with myself. <laughs> so, oh. Yeah. I think it's different probably for everybody. Right. I mean, maybe some people need that structure a, probably a personality thing too, but I tend to not do well with that kind of structure either. It's more like, okay, I have time and I feel at ease or, hey, maybe I'm really jumbled up and I need to get this on canvas. One of my paintings was that too, where mm -hmm. I just needed to work through that and that helped. So you never know, but. Yeah, no, that is true. So 
your faith is definitely woven into your paintings. And just as you've described over the years in terms of certain things that have prompted you to paint certain things, um, what I guess what would be the the most recent lesson that you feel like God has shown you or uh, helped you to come to understand enough recently? I think, um, oddly enough, so the last painting before this one was a basic, almost like of my studio itself, but just a moment where I must get kind of anxious about things sometimes. This seems to happen a lot where I'll, I'll get all un- into myself and then God will be tapping on my shoulder like I'm right here, you know, because <laughs> I went for a run and I was worrying about things and thinking about things and, and, um, and, and also frustrated that I wasn't as good about speaking with him as I had been. Like I noticed where I was not opening my heart to him. And so I was trying to figure out how to work that. And I was getting frustrated and finally I just gave up and I hear him say, just, just let me see you. And I'm like, oh, it really is that simple. <laughs> you know, uh, the rest of my run, I was just like, okay, this is where I'm at. And just shared how I was feeling and invited him in, into it. And the peace that came from that. And just like, wow, okay, thank you. Thanks for that invitation again, you know. And so that was a painting that I worked through. And, and it was a really neat one to work through because I knew I needed to go deeper into it. And that was a, a great way to almost, almost use the word discipline, but have myself focus on it so that he could heal me more. Cause I knew I needed that. And I knew he wanted me to do that. So that painting was just a purely just a uh, way to draw closer to him myself. Yeah. So, so. Oh, that is such a beautiful <laughs> image. Oh, that reminds me of a couple of things. I, I remember once in prayer about a year ago, I was, I, <laughs> I was imagining Jesus in front of me. And he just wanted to just see me. And I was just like, Lord, no, look, look at all the things I'm juggling for you. And I just saw myself juggling all of these things. And I'm like, look, look at all of these things, all of these objects. And he's just like, but you can put them down. And I'm like, no, but just focus on that. (laughs) He's like, I just want you. And I'm like, oh, that's hard. (laughs) Isn't it? I don't know why it is, but it really is hard to be okay with the fact that he just wants to see you and be near you. And yeah, I love that. Thanks for sharing that because yeah, (laughs) it is true. I feel that too. Yeah. So you shared a lot about the process of of healing and how like, like God is a healer and desires to heal the wounded places in our heart. But for those who are listening and they're like, um, I think I'm fine. <laughs> and this might be new to them. Can you can you break that down a little bit and just maybe even how you've come to see that yes, he does want to heal you. It wants to heal all of us, I should say. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, I think that um the idea of it doesn't have to be a tragedy or something big. It's like just inviting him into the normal seas and the joy and everything will uncover things or bring things to the surface that you don't even sometimes know. I mean, I think we've all been through different things, but we're really good at putting them on the carpet, you know, shoving them under the rug or I'll deal with that later or really I'm okay. But when you're quiet with him and let him into everything, he'll show you things that like, hey, let's look under that rug, you know, <laughs> let's work through some of these things because maybe 
maybe my thoughts are a little disordered or maybe this is going and I don't know why. But I feel like when we are quiet with him and like taking those moments with him, he'll show what we need and or where we need to maybe draw closer to him or let him heal it. And yeah. Yeah. That was beautifully said. I, I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. Like it's easier to just stuff it away and, but then we never grow and we never, we just kind of stay stuck in certain patterns and it's like our God is desiring an abundant life for each of us. Exactly. And like, you know, you hear the saying time heals and I actually don't really love that saying because I feel like, yeah, I mean, time happens, but it's up to God to heal. And if we don't invite him into it, then time will go on, but we can become hardened, bitter, angry, but if he's allowed to come in, he can heal what needs to be healed and, and give us the peace. And like he tells us he wants to give us life to the fullest, you know, and all of these things. Well, that's part of it is not living in these rigid constraints of the pain and different things that are going on. Yeah, no, for sure. So for someone wanting to, to tap more into their creative side and to use that as a, as a, a medium of, of expressing what they're feeling inside, where do you recommend that they start? Anything, like start anything, whether it's painting or walking or running or um, cooking, anything that kind of is, I feel like creative or doing something like that. I didn't know I could do any of this. I didn't know I could paint um, and have that style of painting until I just did it. And I just kind of shocked myself. And so I wonder like how many other things are people not knowing but just like trying it. And even if it looks weird the first time or it doesn't go good, just keep trying it. You just never know where it's going to go. And, and God will open that door too, or wherever it's, whatever he's got inside of you, you don't always know until you just try it. And then, and you'll, you'll be surprised. Yeah. Actually, like I was telling you earlier, like my husband discovered a couple of years ago that he's actually really great at woodworking. <laughs> and that wouldn't have happened if I guess the pandemic hadn't happened, but yeah, it's just, it's amazing how like, yeah, like there are these hidden gifts within us that are just waiting to be released. And, yeah. yeah. It makes it exciting because you just don't know what's around the corner. I mean, who knows what happens in five years, you know, or what, what opens up some other door or, or a idea or thought that I can express in a different way. And, and I look at my kids and I have no idea. It's been fun to watch them and, you know, just see where they go and what they do and how surprised they are about things. And it's just, it's a neat thing. And I can only imagine how God feels. Yeah. Us discover these things and be like, yes, she's figured it out, you know, or mm-hmm. she's, I, can, I can draw close to her in this way, you know? Yeah. yeah. Or like, this is what you've been looking for. We didn't know that it was like, that was it. <laughs> like, you're going to love this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're going to have fun. <laughs> yeah. So going back to painting, what is the best part about being an artist and what's been the most challenging part? I think the best part is being able to share with people and connect with people in a different way that maybe words can't, you know, and just like, and also to hear how it helped them uh, is super wonderful to me. I've had that happen a few times where it's like, oh, I didn't, I didn't see that about my painting, but what you're saying is really neat. And I understand that differently now. So I love it when it can reach somebody and, and touch their heart too. Um, the hardest part about being an artist is doubt that will creep in. Like, 
I don't know, is this any good? Or should I be doing this? Or what's the point of this? All those things that will kind of probably get at anybody at any point in time. But yeah, I have to kind of like shove those to the curb and, and keep like reminding myself or um, go for a walk and pick out the 10 things, you know, like keep that open. So I can always listen to his voice versus the negatives of other people, maybe, or even myself that I can get down on myself for. So, yeah. 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 There's a, just um, a writer and I think she's a speaker. Her name is Claire Dwyer. A few weeks ago, she wrote this article about um, the doubts that can come as you're writing or just doing anything creative and how like the enemy will do what he can to discourage us and to keep us from being creative and to expressing and showing beauty. And it was just a really fascinating article because I just had never looked at it in that sense. I just would always just say like, oh, well, the reason why I'm not doing this because I'm not disciplined enough or like, or maybe, yeah, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. But she's just like, well, no, expect the doubts to come. <laughs> expect the self-criticism to come. But this is what you can do to, to counteract it. And it was just a really refreshing um, article or reflection. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Know that it's normal and it's going to happen. And then to try anyway, you know, just to, okay, I'm just going to, even though I'm having all this stuff in my head, I'm just going to try anyway. And also open that up to God and be like, this is what's going on. And, and that helps tremendously. Yeah, absolutely. So then related to that, what advice would you give to someone who is considering becoming an artist or wants to be more creative? Well, the advice that I was given, um, when I, so when I finished that first painting that even here, Lord, um, I had run across a lady that was an artist. Cause I was trying to figure out how do I share this? You know, I, I know that God wants me to share this, but how do I do that? And I ran across her on a radio station of all places. And she, um, she was wonderful. I, I listened to her talk about how she wanted to share her art and everything. And it fit exactly with what I was trying to do. So I reached out to her her advice to me, she came over to my home and looked at some of my artwork and she's like, okay, this is great. I want you to do 10 or 12 more and we'll do a show. And that immersing myself into art, because that's a tall order. For me, it was like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, and it was like, I don't know, seven months. Um, but immersing myself in it and just like letting go and just creating was really good for me. Mm -hmm. I, it, it taught me a lot of things and showed me different techniques that I hadn't known was within me. Some of it, I just I'm like, Oh, I didn't know I could do that. I didn't know I could, you know, so it just kind of opened up the whole thing. So I would say just start and then don't give up right away. You know, if that drive is in you, uh, just keep going. You just keep going. Oh, well, Diane, this has been a very fun conversation. Thank you for sharing about your process, about some of the pieces that have stood out to you and, just for your encouragement to those listening. So where can people go if they wanted to purchase and just to view some of your paintings? I have a website. It's diane-riber.squarespace.com. And that has all, most of all my work is on there. Uh, I do have an Instagram. I think it is, let's see, uh, Diane Riber. So D-I-A-N-E and then R-E-I-B-E-R -E -E and then an underscore. Um, and, and that's on Instagram. Facebook is Diane Riber's custom artwork. That's one another way to find me. And then my email. I mean, I'm always open. That's my emails on my website too, but it's Diane Riber at gmail.com. 
for questions on the artwork themselves or purchasing or whatever, I can handle it that way too. So yeah, that's pretty much all my little places. And also, uh, I'm so happy about this, but um, St. John the Apostle allows me to share my art down their hallways <laughs> at St. John. So uh -huh. that is a way you could use some of the pieces too. It's in Lincoln and it's been wonderful to be able to share it. And um, and the receptivity of it too has been really neat to to hear and and appreciate. So yeah, that's that's kind of my whole, my little places. Oh, well, I will definitely look include all of those links so people can have direct access but thank you again diane and again i just highly encourage everyone to just check out her work it's truly beautiful and you'll just feel just a sense of calm and peace as you as you view them so well thank, thank you. you for having me it was so wonderful to talk with you this time and even the last time it's just been great to get to know you so i appreciate you reaching out to me oh well you're very welcome <laughs> And thank you all for listening and just go out there and start just like Diane said, just, just start, whether it's a walk or a run or picking up your paintbrush, just go ahead and just take that first step. And remember when you say yes to God, you change the world. See you next time. God bless. <laughs>